R City Radio. You're tuning to R City Radio on 102.9, 105.2, and 87.8 FM. Guys, keep the recommendations for space theme tunes coming in for Lost in Music this week. But right now, I have a guest with me here in the studio. The Sid Freien and Gender is a women's rights NGO that campaigned to promote gender equality here in Luxembourg. They recently have composed a list of measures that they want national political parties to introduce into their policies in the run-up to the national elections here in October. And with me to talk about it here in the studio is Claire Shaddock from the organization. Good morning, Claire. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Tell us about your organization, Sid Freien and Gender, and what, and what it does. Yes, as you said, we are a feminist organization and we are, um, most of all, a public library. Uh, and our focus lies on, um, as the name suggests, uh, feminist uh, feminist issues and uh, we promote gender equality. And we do that by hosting cultural events, sociopolitical events and, uh, and projects. Yeah. Uh, tell us about this um, report that you released on gender equality. How, how did you put this report together and what were the parameters that you were looking at? Mm-hmm. So um, as, as you mentioned, uh, this year we have two main elections coming up. And we wanted, A, to find out if the uh, Luxembourgish parties have um, have a gender-sensitive approach when it comes to uh, implementing poli- policies. And if not, then maybe by, by contacting them, contacting them uh, with our questions uh, to raise awareness for, for certain issues. And we did that by, um, by asking them uh, 30 questions last summer and um, asking them about, about housing, about education, violence, uh, all the main, uh, the main subjects. And um, when we got the answers back, we were looking at them. We, um, we were looking at them from different perspectives. So we, uh, we were looking if they were giving us concrete measures. Uh, if they were giving us concrete measures and naming stakeholders, so who is responsible for implementing those measures, um, if they were simply against it, uh, or if they um, their answers were maybe um, potentially against human rights. Um, so yeah, that were that were our parameters. And uh, in the answers that that you got back, how did you find the were parties dealing with issues of gender inequality in their policies already, or um, how did they come back to you? It depends. It depends on the parties. Uh, so, for example, we have like Daylink. Uh, mm. They are they are very feminist and they are very much aware of, of gender equality and of uh, of gender sensitive is- issues uh, as well as Degreng. Uh, other parties, um, not so much. So, yeah. How present would you say gender inequality is in Luxembourgish society? Yeah. So, for example, like. We tend to say that in Luxembourg everything's fine when it comes to gender inequality. But when we look at the numbers, for example, when it comes to the pension gap, uh, we are the second highest in the EU with uh, 43%. Uh, so women earn 43% less uh, pension than men do, uh, meaning that the poverty for women uh, in, in, in doing their pension is, is way, way higher than, than for men. Um, also, we have an unequal distribution of care work still, like women do four, four times more care work than men do. Um, and um, like women work a lot more pay, uh, half time than, than men do, meaning, again, that uh, for their pension, that's, that's a big issue because they are not cont- contributing as much as, as men do. Um, and we have a very small representation of women in decision making uh, positions. So what were the recommendations that you put to the parties? Yeah, so um, first of all, we believe we need to collect gender-sensitive data, meaning we need to implement an, uh, an intersectional gender-sensitive uh, approach to when it comes to, to policymaking, uh, because when we don't have the numbers, we cannot really do 
anything. We cannot really implement measures that are targeting those specific forms of discrimination. Um, also, how about um, compulsory pension uh, contribution, uh, even when you are not working uh, and getting paid for that work? But that could really be be a measure to 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 fight uh, poverty in in. Um, uh, later later on uh, also like to to target uh, the unequal distribution of care work uh, reduction of working time uh, with full pay uh, that really is is a measure we are standing standing for and uh, also replacing the uh, the current paternity leave with an uh, inclusive childbirth leave for everyone regardless of their gender um, and uh, how about mandatory parity lists for for political elections um, some of the things mentioned in your report are things like uh, improved uh, public transport mm-hmm. uh, conditions and, and, and street lighting. How do, how do things like that, how are they linked to gender inequality? Yeah, um, it's funny you ask that because a lot of people ask, ask mm-hmm. us this question. Um, so when it comes to, to street lights, uh, street lightning, uh, if we ra- raise the number of, of street lightning, that is a measure to uh, to combat uh, sexual harassment uh, in, in the public sphere. Because when uh, when there are fewer and fewer dark spaces in the public sphere, um, like the, the risk of being attacked or harassed um, is like diminishes. Um, and also, like a feeling of safety uh, ri- uh, uh, rises. Um, also, like for public transport, for example, um, we need to adapt the schedules of public transport uh, because women are commuting in a different way than men are. So, men are usually commuting from home to work and from work to home, and our squ- schedules are adapted to to that. Um, um, co- commuting way. Uh, women are usually commuting from home to delivering kits uh, to uh, picking up groceries for dinner after and then going to work and then coming back. So the schedules are not really adapted to to that kind of lifestyle, meaning that women are uh, way more waiting for the bus to arrive um, because they are not uh, usually also uh, commuting during like rush hour because they're working half time uh, a lot of the times. Yeah. And why is it, do you think, that things like this are uh, kind of have been overlooked in, in society? Uh, yeah, well, because I, I think there is a lack of awareness, simply. Mm. I, I, I believe that, um, and that's something we've seen also when, uh, with the answers of the political parties, um, they are like, there lacks this awareness for for an intersectional approach, meaning mm. uh, that different groups suffer a different form of of discrimination, and um, therefore we need to implement specific measures to, to target those dif- discriminations. And yeah, th- there seems to be to, to, that they are not really aware of that. Perhaps uh, we could just explain what that word means, intersectionality. Yeah, yeah, sure. It means that people are like, for example, like we are talking a lot about gender. Mm -hmm. uh, So sexist discrimination, so discrimination based based on on, on gender. Uh, But there is also a racist discrimination. So people are being discriminated because of because of their race. Um, And um, and that is something like. When when those uh, forms of discriminations intersect with each other, so a black woman suffers not only sexist discrimination but also racist discrimination. That is that is when we talk about intersectional discrimination, um, uh, intersectional approach to to discrimination. Um, so, what's been the response to the report so far from the political parties? Yeah, so it it was very like interesting to see that the main governing parties like the Greng, uh, LSP, and and DP. 
they were very like they they were much more more re reversed when it when it came to to the answers and they were much more strategic also mm. uh, and the opposing parties like like De Leng or Piraten uh, they were much more daring and uh, they were really like coming forward with with answers um But I have to say that also De Greng uh, did uh, did come up with with a lot of measures. Uh, unfortunately for the uh, DP, uh, they were much more looking looking back at what they've al already done, uh, and not really looking looking forward in, in in the future and giving us new answers. Um, so yeah, and also when it comes to to a few uh, aspects like when it comes to reduction of working time, intersectional approach. Um, And also, like the collection of gender-specific data, uh, all of the parties were very like, nah, the answers. Uh, we were very disappointed in that. Yeah. Is there anywhere that people can find the report to to look at it? If yes, like of course, to... uh, on our social media homepage uh, from from our organization. Yeah, everything's transparent, and also all the answers of the parties are are there. And is there anything that people can that are listening can do to encourage their their representatives or their politicians um to take this report to heart um in preparing their policies yeah i mean even if you only agree with us on on one of our recommendations um just go to your local local representatives and ask them how they want to to change something and how to want, they want to implement measures to to combat uh, this um inequality uh, i think it's very very important that we uh, that we go forward and that we raise awareness for those issues and the more the merrier of course a reminder that we have the elections coming up this exactly. year um so use your vote um <laughs> not you i mean everybody everybody yeah, yeah. yeah of course uh claire thank you very much for uh, for coming in to talk to me and for the important work that you're doing as well thank you for having me